0: Seventh edition of the Orange Power Half Hour. Shane Smithton along with my daughter Shelby Myers, I'm usually not the one that leads these off. Shelby's voice uh, is We're not
1: struggling. Yeah, to struggling. Say the least.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's from yelling for or at the Cowboys, but uh,
1: listen, I worked yesterday. Okay, I, I did <laughs> my uh, due diligence to there, win the game.
0: There's a commercial going around about. Uh, it's hard work to be a college football fan, and and I think we I think we felt that yesterday in Stillwater as the Cowboys yes. uh, somehow some way got a forty-one thirty-one win over Texas Tech. Cowboys finished by nine and a half and uh, get the easy cover right. Cover. Oh yeah,
1: it was easy the whole time. I was really relaxed.
0: It was in the in the bag the whole way. Mm,
1: yeah, I was kind of like going to a spa really. Uh, <laughs> just got some R and R, um, and yeah, I did. I did try really hard um, to help us out on I was going to say on defense but on offense as well it was it wasn't as easy as it has been in the past um what do you think about the what's your take on the defense just off the off the bat
0: well I I think we've known all season that the that the secondary uh you know was a little bit untested and uh, a little more inexperienced obviously than than last year's defense and and they've had some struggles at times, and you knew Texas Tech was going to come in and, and throw the football. I think the, I think the big surprise to the Cowboy coaching staff and to the and to the players is the fact that Texas Tech, you know, rolled out a different quarterback. Yeah, and,
1: yeah, we weren't um, ready for that, and they went fast. They,
0: well, yeah. Now everybody knew they were going to go fast, but I think Are, Tech, did
1: we not? It felt like we didn't know.
0: <laughs> we, we, we had a little trouble. Uh, it did seem like we had a little trouble getting getting lined up, getting, uh, maybe getting some of the, the defensive calls in in a timely fashion. But, um, you know, Tech had run the football a lot more yeah. this year than, than yeah. what they had. And, and they didn't try to run the football a lot, although in the first half in particular when they ran it, they ran it very well. I thought they did a, a, a good job, um, you know, the – the front, the Cowboys' defensive front, has certainly been the strength of the team. And it, there were times against the run yesterday where we got some guys kind of blocked up. So yeah. um, it, it did look like it was going to be problematic. Um, I think the we've seen this in the past with with uh, uh, quarterbacks coming in off the bench, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing yeah. injury or whatever else. And, you know, it makes some sense if you think about it. You sure. scheme for one particular guy and, and what his skill set is, and then all of a sudden – you know, boom—you're right. dealing with somebody else. Yeah. And, and I know that I know the Cowboys did not expect to see that kid. In fact, I, I heard Coach Gundy ask about him um, in the post-game press conference, and and he said, uh, "You know, how, how old is that kid?" And you you couldn't hear the reporter, but obviously he had said freshman. And Mike said, that's, uh, "That's that's not good." Yeah,
1: not good at all. Because um, that
0: kid can play a little bit. He
1: can play a little bit, and I don't know. Maybe I had my head in the sand all week, but I didn't even know they were thinking about.
0: Using a different cue, so. No, I hadn't uh, obviously followed anything on the Texas Tech side. I assumed uh, I think Donovan, maybe Donovan Smith, is the the kid that uh, had been starting. The, yeah. the kid that o- Oklahoma State played against down there last year. That may not be the right name, but at any rate, they got a different quarterback. Uh, uh, he he came in. Hats off to him. Played extremely well. Yeah, he did. And the Cowboys, they the Cowboys did really seem to struggle with the with Texas Tech speed, which is. I guess a little bit surprising because the Cowboys like to play fast, so you yeah. you would think that they would have some experience going against that. I, you know, I don't know how much of that stuff they they get to do you know, live uh, yeah. at full speed. But at any rate, um, despite you know all of those struggles, the the defense just played better and better as the game went on. Yeah. I think uh, I think they gave up. Uh, uh, 14 points in the the first quarter maybe mm-hmm. 10 in the second seven in the third and and none in the fourth so yeah. they just progressively they, got better yeah just slowly but surely kind of tightened it up and 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 look the defense made some huge plays down the stretch you know Mason Cobb's interception yeah. obviously tight. was a big uh tide turning event in the game and and Cowboys got a couple of uh, important three and outs and and once again, you know, it's probably another another tip of the hat to Mike Gundy for for maybe going against the grain on, on the analytics, right? I mean, Texas Tech's going for it on fourth down just yeah. like a bunch of madmen yeah. and, and and like everyone in college football seems to be doing. Yep. Mike continues to take the nope. approach. We're going to pin you deep and, and make you go the long-haul hard way. And uh, again, Tom Hutton, you know, kicks the ball down there to around the 10, 12-yard yeah. line a couple of times and, and you know... The play calling gets to be a little bit different, I think, when your back's up sure. against the, the wall, against yeah. your own goal line. And, um, it, you know, if not for a, if not for the targeting call on Kendall Daniels, you know, we get a, a safety and, yep. um, and, over, and probably much. secure the game yeah. that way. Um, yeah. Ended up getting that targeting call and so uh, had to survive, a, you know, another drive. But, but, again, I thought the decision, you know, to kick the ball in there deep and yeah. make them go the long, hard way was – was huge and and texas tech ended up being i think four of seven on those fourth down uh, plays and so the offense gets a short field when when the you know uh when the other team's offense goes for it and doesn't get
1: it when you mentioned special teams and that was kind of again for us a difference maker because they beat us in the in the yard game i think for um they had 379 passing 148 rushing and both of those were uh, more than what we had on our side of the ball. So I think that's a difference maker.
0: Yeah, I saw, I saw total, total yardage of uh, 434 for the Cowboys and 527 yeah. for the Red Raiders. So, you know, about 70-some yards of, of uh, offense, uh, this total offense disparity there. And I think we picked up about seventy-four or five yards yeah. more than they did, had in, in the return game
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: with Jaden Nixon and and uh, and, and Braden Presley. So yeah. um, the the special teams continues to be huge. And while we're talking about special teams, we've got to, somebody's got to mention uh, <clears> Tanner <throat> Brown's name. You know, early yeah. in this broadcast because. Yeah. If you want to know the biggest difference in the game, some, some of those fourth downs that Texas Tech is, is either uh, trying to kick field goals and missing them, which they did. You know, a, a yeah. kid played the, the, big, the big draw and yeah. uh, came in and hit the upright and, and missed that one. So that he was just one of two on field goals, but they turned down maybe a couple other field goal opportunities. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tanner Brown just goes out and does what Tanner Brown does and he's yeah. four for four yeah. on his field goals and And, and
1: that's, that's big he won't get a lot of love for that, but that's that's a difference maker. Well for we sure. went
0: we win by ten and and he accounted he for twelve. Yeah. So I'll that's a it. huge deal.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, hats off to him. It was a it was a messy win, but it was a win and the the pokes moved to five and zero. So um I'll take it. Just a short little um break in the game recap. Let's talk about just the where things are in the Big Twelve. Uh TCU takes down the poor Jayhawks, finally finally fall thirty-eight, thirty one in Lawrence, um, with game day there. Uh K State barely beats Iowa State, ten to nine, which is more like a baseball, Sound like a baseball score. Game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then West Virginia and Baylor are off. Um, and then we gotta talk about it. Texas, 49, OU, zilch.
0: Well, yeah, the the Sooners are struggling, to say the least. You know, there was a lot of talk after that uh, really kind of inexplicable game last weekend that they had against TCU of of, – yardage given up, and points given up, and, and point differential, and and all of the answers to all of the questions kept being, when's the last time this happened to OU, and everybody kept going back to 1998, when you go back to 1998 yeah. with OU and and Coach John Blake, that ain't good, yeah. and uh, some more firsts, uh, you know, happened yesterday, only some, some of these firsts go back past John Blake, I, I think uh, I heard... Maybe on college football final that uh, forty nine points was the most points scored in this rivalry game between those two schools
1: ever ever yeah uh, I think it's well. I
0: think it's the biggest differential in in the game ever yeah uh, so you know you don't want to be you don't want to be throwing out historical firsts yeah. on the on the bad side of the statistics but um, you know obviously without Dylan Gabriel OU yeah. has. Uh, you know, they have really no, really no answer at quarterback. I think they tried four or five different guys, tried a couple of different Packages. guys in the Wildcat yeah. package and uh, didn't really seem to be successful without the threat of being able to throw the football. Sure. And, and listen, we're going to see, I, I think one of the reasons you've seen so many crazy things go on in college football this year uh, has to do with what we're seeing at OU. Uh, you know, if you get your first guy knocked out of the game, your first quarterback, historically, you know, teams have had a guy behind him that's pretty decent. Yeah that's not going to happen anymore the transfer portal has has taken care of that and I mean outside of you know your Alabamas and Georgias and maybe Ohio State the top two or three teams in the country probably have a kid over there that's pretty capable in the number two spot nobody else is going to have one Uh, you know uh, Oklahoma State's experienced backup you know is is playing for Nevada right now Shane uh, Ellingworth you know entered the portal and and left. And, you know, I, I don't like the rule. I don't blame the kids. Oh, for I mean sure. I, yeah, I understand. you want to go play. Yeah, kids want to play. Yep. You know, I mean, that's why you play the game is sure. to play the game. So uh, if they think they've got an opportunity to go uh, to go play, particularly kids that are talented, right, and think they have a chance to, to be in the NFL, you got to, everybody talks about to. getting stuff on tape. we got to uh-huh. get stuff on tape. So... You know, uh, the coach, an NFL scout's not interested in seeing your uh, your spring scrimmage, you know, practice tape. He, yeah. he wants to see what you do in a in a live game atmosphere. So, anyway, kind of a long-winded way to say I, I, I don't think quality backups uh, yeah. are going to are be, you know, part of the future going forward as long as the portal's uh, in play.
1: Yeah, it's the portal's just in a real interesting way of, uh, I guess, evening things out a little bit. I don't know. Um how you would describe that, but it's, it's going to change. Sure. It's going to
0: change teams from year to year a lot yeah. too. I mean, I, I think the the old deal of, you know, maybe expecting an experienced team, you know, to, to be back and be really good the next year may not happen because a lot of those guys may depart for, for greener pastures and more playing time. And yeah. at the same time, maybe teams that are in a total rebuild, maybe they can go hit the portal and, and rebuild quicker. I don't know. I, overall I don't think it's I don't think it's great for, for college football I'm old so I don't like I don't things like things that don't promote uh, you know loyalty and yeah. and, and, and things yeah. of that nature I think one of the things that's good about college football versus the NFL is historically college football hasn't had you know uh, free agency and so at least over a three or four year period you can get to know your guys you can get to know your team yes and uh, you know, now, now it has gone the way of the NFL where guys can, can basically be free agents and, and go be somewhere else, but yeah, I, I guess one of the, the really good things about it for us as Oklahoma State fans is, again, that, that cowboy culture that Mike Gundy yes. has built, we haven't had a lot of that. We did lose a couple guys out of the secondary, yeah. had a kid go to Ohio State, had a kid go to that LSU, knows, yeah. but for the most part, our, our our guys want to continue to be part of this program, and that and, says a lot. And that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think the I think those our coaching staff going out and picking a two or three star guy out of the weeds somewhere and, and saying, Hey, I believe in you, I'm gonna invest in you. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna stick you in over here with Rob Glass yeah. and we're gonna teach you how to how to be a how to play like a four or five star yeah. guy, I think for the most part our kids recognize it and appreciate yeah.
1: it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think when you get um uh, some of those, you know, three star guys that if you find the right ones that are just willing to work, and you put them with glass, and you throw them in the cowboy culture, I think that is testament to why we're sitting at five and zero right now. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's a work work ethic thing and a culture thing, and I think that's why we're successful.
0: Yeah, and 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 some guys that just you know getting specific about yesterday, some guys that just showed up and, and made plays. You know, guys like wait the, wait wait wait. Oh. Got you're to, the gun. Yeah,
1: you jump in the gun. We've got to do primary pokes because oh, wow. I don't want you to wow. take mine, and this is the next little. Shield. See, this is why I don't lead this. Yeah, what? well, now everybody has to listen to my voice. Um, would you like me to go first or? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I did stop you. So um, my primary poke for um, the day is going to be Bryson Green. Um, he had 115 yards and one TD, and I just think he's just a phenomenal athlete. He's he's so fun to watch, and historically, you know, we've always had. Um, Historically, for me, we've always had really good uh, receivers, and so it's just always, always fun to watch. And I think, I think he's a, a good one that'll that'll jump up and get give you some, you know, razzle dazzle, one hand grabs, and just do some crazy stuff. So, really happy for him. I thought he showed out for us when we were having trouble connecting every now and then. I think, you know, his one hundred fifteen yards. We we don't
0: win the game without them. Well, yeah, five, five catches and and all five of them were just critical. Yeah. And, and and maybe the play of the game, maybe the play I, of the game is, so is in the fourth quarter uh, we when had Spencer to have lets it. that ball go over the uh, kind of over the middle uh, as we're on that last touchdown drive. And and I gotta I gotta admit when I saw him release that ball, no, no,
1: no, 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 I no, saw no, no, a lot no, 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 no. of
0: white jerseys, no, no, a no, no, lot no, 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 of white jerseys, and uh, fortunately. Uh, Spencer dropped it right into the area where, where only Bryson Green could get it. But Bryson, you know, he went up and, and, and made a huge play in traffic. He knew he was going to get hit. Yep. And, and I'm not sure that wasn't, I think that was a third, a third oh, yeah, and long situ- yeah, situation. So, uh, yeah, five catches, a, a 20, 23 yard average. So, you know, crazy. he's moving us a quarter of the football field on every one of those five catches. Yep. Um, so, that, that was pretty impressive. I think that's a good choice. My primary poke, uh, I've got to go with my man Tanner Brown. I mean, oh, four or four, of four uh, on field goals. Again, you know, 12 points in a game, you win by 10. And the guy has just had ice water in his veins yeah. and, and really been solid ever since, uh, you know, ever since he came in. And, uh, you know, special teams are so huge. And and a lot of people can't count on the kicker. And, and Oklahoma State has has a kid that they can really yeah. count on and that's and awesome. I, I think he's. I think he's probably been a little bit underappreciated. He's so solid that you just. It's it, just that, Yeah, you, you don't think about it. Yeah, you're starting yeah. To almost taking for granted. And and uh, you know, I'm going to knock on wood because that's yeah. that's not good. But uh, yeah, I thought that's the thing. Rounds, with Kickers,
1: you just can't. You kind of don't talk about them because yeah, that's right. He, he probably
0: just assumed we didn't continue to talk about it. But he, <laughs> the kid, has done a, a, a great job. And yeah, uh, I thought he was. I thought he was huge. How about your Marshall?
1: I'm going, um, Mason Cobb. Yeah. Deputy, my deputy's Mason Cobb. Um, eight tackles, uh, the one interception, I just thought the interception was, was so big, um, for us and, and really kind of changed the the tide for me, or at least made me feel a little bit better sitting in my seat. Um, but I just think, I think he's a dude. Yeah.
0: He's, uh, he's really, he's really played well. Um, you know, he's got the toughest shoes to fill anybody on the field, you know, trying to come in and, and, uh, and, and take over that spot. And, and that he just, he read the quarterback's eyes perfectly. And that was a huge momentum swing uh, at a time we really, really needed it. Um, I think that's a great choice too. My, my deputy, I'm going with my man, Jason Taylor, the third, uh, 10 total tackles and, and probably shouldn't go one or two episodes without one of us throwing JT out there yeah. for, simply for what the kid has done historically. I mean, we talked a little bit about him with the uh, the interception at Baylor the week before. Yeah. Uh, this was an anniversary of of the of the game two years ago, where Jason Taylor the third doesn't just cover an onside kick; yeah. he picks up the ball clean yeah. on an onside kick and houses it. Yeah. Uh, he had the intercept or the uh, fumble recovery for a uh, touchdown return against Kansas State. Yeah. He's the the kid is just a you know, he's a playmaker. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say about him. He's and
1: we talked a little bit about him this past um week being kinda of high risk, high reward. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all, but he's uh he's so smart, you know, up here in the head with he's got a high football IQ that he's gonna he baits the quarterback. We talked right. about that. Him, him, kind of, you know, turning the turning the brakes on a little bit to get the quarterback to throw the ball and then try to go make the play. So I think there are going to be times when you're sitting like Ah, Jason Taylor, but if you don't get a couple of those plays, you're not going to get the the interceptions and yeah. big ones.
0: I, I think Coach Gundy said the the interception he got against Baylor uh, was a situation where he basically baited the quarterback to throw yeah. the football knowing that he had it. And, and the one that he actually got, got, uh, got beat on, um, he I think was baiting the quarterback yeah. and then just got, got a little bit off on his angle, kind of yeah. turned the wrong way. But, uh, you know, 99 times out of 100, Jason Taylor's going to make the, the play, and he's a really solid tackler out in the open yeah. field. Now, That was one thing I thought overall I was a little disappointed in the Same. first half with, with yep. the Cowboys tackling. Uh, wasn't nearly as good as it had been it just seemed like for whatever reason we had a bunch of guys trying to tackle uh, up way too high yeah and, and that's uh, you know I, I don't know why that was that came out in the second half it sounded like maybe something the the defensive coaches addressed with them because yeah. we tackled much better yeah, in the second totally half did. which I thought was a, a huge reason that that the point total went down so yeah. far for Tech in the second half is we started tackling guys. Yeah,
1: and I don't know, the first uh, first half, I don't know if it was uh, the new quarterback, fast tempo, I just felt like we were kind of on our heels and maybe lost some of our fundamentals yeah. for a minute of like, you know, we're just trying to play catch up, so we're not doing the little things right.
0: But let's be honest, this was, I mean, there were a couple of things that weren't as as good and as clean and as sharp as what you'd like, but... But it's—I I think that makes it just that much more of a great win because yeah, really all totally week I, I felt like this was a trap game. You it know, is, I mean, yeah. it was sandwiched it in was. between. You know, what you've got undefeated TCU coming up next week. You okay. came off the big road win at Baylor. You've got Tech, who wasn't, you know, uh, really a, a hyped team going into the preseason, and you've got them at home. So I think I think sometimes you tend to relax a little bit at home, and yeah. you can look at 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 Coach Gundy's record, and you know. Early on in his career, we the Cowboys struggled on the road. I don't know specifically what they did to address all that, but at some point in there, you know, three, four, five years in, the tide really turned and we started playing better and better. Yeah. And you can make an argument over the last few years that we've almost played better on the road than we have at home, although we just set a school record for consecutive home yes. wins with the victory yesterday. Yes. So uh, I, I thought it was just a great job of overcoming, you know, you're not going to play it at your magic level in, in 12 or 13 football games. It's, right. That's not going to happen. Unfortunately. That's not the way it works. Um, so when you can go out and, and not play your best and still find a way to win, yeah. I think that's huge. And, and I was I super think that proud separates
1: of, good and good and great teams.
0: Yeah. I thought um, that was what was fantastic about the Cowboys yesterday is they went out and, and, and found a way, even though they weren't playing as good as you would have liked. Um, they still got the job done, you know, we talked about they got beat statistically, uh, but the only statistic that really matters at the end of the day is the scoreboard. That's right. And, uh, I, I thought they, I thought they did a good job of, of reaching down and and finding something extra when they really needed to
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, hey, I wanted to ask you, you know, I don't know maybe from where our seats, if we couldn't see very well and we don't have a, and it's shocking, but we don't have a good look at the huge jumbotron from where we sit, um. But the targeting call—have you rewatched it? Is it? Targeting? I haven't
0: seen it up close. Uh, I did catch Coach Gundy's comments in his postgame about it, and he said it was targeting. Um, really? Again, from from our vantage point, we're kind of on the in the <coughs> East End Zone area, but um, you know, it didn't look it looked like no. a, a clean play. But he it said looks like maybe he did, the worst
1: call I ever saw. That
0: he did lead with the crown of his helmet and and i think you know with with what happened with Tua a couple of weeks ago in the in the yeah. NFL i think probably the officials are even more uh, you know keen on, sure. on looking for that than what they would be otherwise and of course you had Dylan Gabriel last week take yeah. that, take the the tough hit and so you know and they do need to protect those guys but yeah, so agree. basically what he was saying is you know that flag's going to come out if you if you don't have your face up if you're not looking basically at what you're tackling, yeah. if your if your face mask is not up, they're going to throw it. And um, you know, I think had had Kendall hit hit him, maybe maybe a couple three four inches lower. You know, even if he wasn't looking up, he probably gets away with it. But um, it was really unfortunate just because the defense again, you know, they they kind of were building some momentum yeah. and they got the crowd into it and and. Uh, and that was a, a critical, a critical play, and it looked like they had maybe sealed the game right there. So that was really unfortunate. And the biggest unfortunate part about it is the fact that you lose yeah. Kendall Daniels now for the for the first that half whole, of the TCU game. That's brought it up
1: because I am nervous about not having
0: it. Well, and it's not just him, right? We had, We had two offensive oh, linemen yeah. go, go out of the game, including our center. So we, I don't yeah. know what the what Wilson's injury is and, and the likelihood of him coming back or not, but. Uh, you know, we we had some snaps that, that Spencer had to, you know, had to play shortstop, you know, yeah. on, on to, to field after that. So you sure hope you can get your center back. And um, McCleskey, I think, was the other guy that went out in the offensive line. I don't think he returned either. Um, there, Gosh, there was a number of guys that went out. We lost two different corners and and a linebacker at, at yeah. time. So I think the injury report – for for next week at, at TCU is going to be is going to be a, a really important aspect of the game.
1: Yeah, we really need a good um, a week of some some R and R. We need to get those boys in the training room today and start getting them healthy because that's one thing we just can't afford to do is be losing people. And especially you mentioned the center. I think that's uh, we talk about how critical the quarterback position is and the center obviously plays a huge part in every snap, so we're really right. gonna need him to be healthy.
0: You know, and those guys, they—I I don't know—I don't know that they did a. I mean, the running game again. We just—I mean, the yards that Dom Richardson got, and I, I think uh, Ollie Gordon got a couple carries in there, and of course Spencer, which uh, you know we need to talk about him a little yep. bit more too. But yep. um, man, it's a tough yard yards again. Just uh, the offensive line having a little bit of a time and and particularly after maybe lost a couple of those starters of, of creating big holes. But, but I, I mean, they're, they're fighting, right? I mean, it's not like it's a a jailbreak when we drop back to throw the football. I thought they protected Spencer, uh, you know, decently. Um, he'd like to have a little more time, but you know, they're giving him, they're giving him opportunities and, and, He's so talented. That's really all he needs is an opportunity. And he probably didn't have his best day throwing the football yesterday. Yeah. Uh, overthrew a couple of guys on on some deep throws. Uh, now you know he's twenty two of forty nine. His percentage looks a little better if you take back a, a couple of drops. There were a couple yeah. of uh, critical you know drops that really would have helped not only his yardage but but still the most important statistic on, on Spencer. It, no interceptions again. Played it played a clean game he throws for 297 he throws for a touchdown he rushes for two more touchdowns yeah. and i'm telling you his his ability to escape and what he can do to to opposing defenses with his feet is you can't put a you can't put a price tag no. on it it's a demoralizing to a defense if you get everybody covered up in the yeah. back end you've got everybody accounted matter. for and you're getting pressure on the quarterback those are the things you're supposed to do yeah. as a defense and now the quarterback pulls it down and runs for Fifteen on a on a third and and fourteen. Yeah. That's that that is demoralizing.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's he's just such a you know, a threat in all areas for us. And you're right, it's probably not his best game, but I I would like to point out that, you know, when you're not playing your best but you don't make unnecessary mistakes, like no interceptions, you take care of the football, that helps your team find a way to win and and he did just say and I mean I say that and he's so Whatever you just said, rush for two TDs and stuff. So
0: yeah, I mean, it's it, not like he
1: had a terrible game. Oh but no, just,
0: no, he's yeah, he's continuing to put points on the board, yeah. and, and that's what's critical. Now he he also had a little uh little injury in the fourth yeah. quarter. I I saw when he followed through on one of those pass plays. You know, he's shaking his hand and looking down at his hand, which was concerning me because it looked a lot like the the Dak Prescott play, you know, uh, earlier yes. in the NFL season that's had Dak out now for several weeks. Yep. He did come back in and throw a couple passes, so hopefully uh, hopefully it's no big deal and, yep. and, and he'll be good to go next week. But uh just thought, felt like we needed to, to mention, you know, another really, really solid uh, performance by by Spencer.
1: Yeah, some other names that um, jump out at me, Dad, I, that I just feel like I was um, cheering for. Uh, yesterday, a lot was Brock Martin. I thought he did a really good job of just getting pressure on him. And he's I if I'm lined up no, opposite of him, I don't want to be.
0: Yeah, bro- I don't want to be there. Brock, Brock's a big a big bad man that yeah, plays with a lot of heart. Dude. He's a dude. And- oh, we
1: saw we saw and you said heart, and that makes me think of that. I don't I don't even remember what happened, but I we maybe went three and out. I'm not even sure of the situation, but we watched brought, come off the field because we thought he was hurt because he looked, something was wrong, threw his helmet down, kicked the helmet, said helmet, and some of those, some of you people listening might think that that's a, a, a bad form of emotions, but for people like us, you know, that showing that he cares that much. Yeah,
0: I think he was just mad at himself because yeah. he, he had gotten good penetration on the play right before that, and, and, uh. You know, came very close, I think, to, yeah. to wrapping somebody up and didn't quite get it done. And I think he's just that hard on himself. Yeah. There. But yeah, he plays with so much heart, and and, and man, I feel like i got to mention Trace Ford too. Oh, I mean, yes. Trace Ford, what a what a comeback season this has been I love for him. it for him. He's just playing fantastic and yep. puts so much pressure uh, on the quarterback. He, there's a couple occasions where he just he is just physically driving his his man into the quarterback. Yeah. And then I think more. I think a, a talent that not all not all defensive linemen have, but Trace has it, is he's got great timing when he when he can't when he knows he's not going to defeat the, the block in time. He'll time it up and get up off his feet and bat. Pat. I don't bat know how many down. balls he's got, uh, passes he's got his hands on. I don't know this year, but it's a bunch. he has got several passes down.
1: Yeah, it's got to be up there.
0: He's played really well. Uh, uh, another kid I'm going to uh, name, I'm going to throw out is is JP Richardson on back on yeah. the other side of the ball. That that guy's a dude. I yeah. mean, you know, you can count on him to make plays. He he made. I don't know. He didn't have uh, as many catches as as Presley or, or no. Bryson Green did, but but his, his catches are important and again he's
1: he's pretty he's just so reliable and they're
0: doing the dirty work going across the, the middle sometimes yeah. and uh, Brennan Presley I don't think we talked about a whole lot yeah. uh, had the most catches I think he had 6 catches yesterday and uh, another critical third down catch similar to the third down catch he had against Baylor the week yeah. before so a lot of guys uh, a lot of guys showing up
1: Yeah I, I think it's um, it's great when you can sit here and maybe think oh, that's our best game but we have so many guys that just played their played their hearts out and they're they're the difference makers you know when you have guys that can sure. can pick up the slack that's always that's always comforting um, what do you think about the crowd the atmosphere 230 kick nice day
0: yeah, the uh, game was you know game was completely sold out. We had actually been trying to uh, to scrounge a ticket for a friend, yeah. as you know, and and couldn't do called it. Called some called some people on the inside, and they didn't didn't have a ticket to offer, which is a great problem to have. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I thought that, you know, I'm I'm a little tend to be pretty critical of our of our crowd. And
1: you <laughs> I never. Keep,
0: hey, I'm sorry. I do think our crowd it enjoys tailgating a lot and so sometimes they're still tailgating when the game has started and yeah. and so you when you when you evaluate our crowd when you're going to pass out grades you can't do it at kickoff you're going to have to yeah. wait till about 5 maybe 10 minutes into yeah. the first quarter before everybody's actually filled in but by the time the, the first quarter was halfway over the the stadium was 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 full. I thought the crowd, uh, did a good job showing up. The students this year, I think have been fantastic. Great. Yep. Uh, they're really packing the place and, and having a lot of fun. Winning's fun. And yep. uh, when you show up, you help, you help people win. So yeah. I would have probably, uh, my, my rowdy review, I'd probably give the, uh, the, the crowd, a you know, a good solid four out of five stars. I okay. don't think they were maybe as vocal a, as they are, uh, at certain times. I don't know that, if, that you'd ever get that as much in a, in a day game as yeah. you do at night. Yeah. Um, it seems like people are, are more amped up at night. Um, kind of like you, I'm, I'll be interested to see when the homecoming uh, kickoff time gets set against
1: yes, Texas. Um, um, I think that'll kind of hope that'll be maybe
0: a night game. Yeah. Although uh, coach Gundy, I know has a, a real preference for two 30 games. So we'll see.
1: Well, I think we're going to, I'm going to have to call the city of Stillwater and ask them, if they'll blast the tornado sirens when it's, 10 minutes till kick, just so everybody knows.
0: Yeah, I think you sh- yesterday Hang said tail somebody tail needs gate. to drive through the, yeah. the stadium on a golf cart and say, hey, the game's about Guys, to
1: start. Guys, game's on. Um, no, but I thought, I, I totally agree with you. I thought I, I'd give the router view. I'd rate it four out of five Marshall Stars as well. I was happy with it. I'm still a little frustrated that there's a, a handful of empty seats on a sellout game. Give your yeah, tickets we, away.
0: Yeah, we kind of we, – what what were those sections? Oh, three. Three oh 303. three. Three oh four. Three oh four. Yeah, yeah. Wherever hey, you guys are, you're on your seats. You you bought the tickets. We yep. know you have because it's sold out. Yep. So if you've got those tickets in three, if you're one of the empty seats in three oh three and three oh four, what are you doing? Phone a friend and yep. and and give a, give those tickets up to somebody and let's get some let's get some Keisters in those seats.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we're gonna need them. Um, and like you said, that next home game is gonna be homecoming and obviously we'll talk more about that next week after the TCU game, but that's going to be a critical one for everybody to come to because Texas is going to be a game. Not that they all aren't, but that one's going to be.
0: Yeah. They got Quinn Ewers back and and looked obviously outstanding yesterday.
1: Yeah. So we got TCU next weekend, dad. Um, I don't know. I might go.
0: It's I've been down there before. You've been down there before. You had a better experience than I did. Um, uh, I, w- I was down there a couple years ago, and, and the Cowboys didn't play well offensively at all. Played great on defense. Defense kept getting turnovers that the offense uh, didn't capitalize on. But yeah, um, it's kind of a you know kind of a, a tight little quaint stadium. But uh, you know they'll obviously five and zero. They're going to fill the place. They're yeah. going to be uh, ready to go. It would probably be a real strong candidate for game day if game day had not just been to Lawrence. Right. I, I don't think the but I don't see, think there's very yeah. good chance of them picking two big 12 games you know uh back to back it's a small
1: chance they they'll pick big 12 anyway so uh, probably <laughs> well not that, getting it two that, times
0: that's right you know if it's not if it's not any of the uh the the darlings that have been anointed as being worthy of going on to the the SEC yeah. um, you know probably not probably not getting picked but Huge game.
1: Yeah, it'll be it'll be a big one, um, and they'll. You're right. They'll come rowdy and ready to play. So we need to do the same. Um, hoping that Gundy's part of his cowboy culture and treating those away games like just business trips. I'm hoping that um, stays true throughout the next uh, week and we get everybody um, healthy and and ready to go. Um, let's talk a little bit about cowboy combos before we um, peace out here. What you think about the black, black, white?
0: Look. Another another sharp look. Yeah, yep. I we're wouldn't. Pretty. We wouldn't. I don't think either one of us predicted black, but I think we were both thinking, "Ah, we're not going to wear black for a you know two thirty kick." But, yeah, it you know, the, it. but it's cold. But fall good. fall showed up, you know, and so the temperatures were a little bit cooler. I don't think it was was too hot for the guys, but yeah, uh, we. I mean, I, I'm probably I, I love the idea of having this segment. I'm probably a terrible person to to participate Me too. in it Me too. because I just love everything we wear. Yeah, uh, I. I it's hard for me to be critical of our look. I think we're one of the sharpest-dressed teams week in, week out in, in college football, and I thought that was another strong look, and I, I think they had a they wore a, a sticker on there to uh, to honor Bob Fenimore, who was inducted yep. into the ha- Hall of Honor, the Ring of Honor, yep. uh, which we have to mention because Bob Fenimore, as some people may not know, is a Woodward Boomer. The Go- Bond Bomber Go- was, big from, was from Woodward, Oklahoma. it's so, a Boomer, uh, always a Boomer. You know, that was, uh, I thought, a great honor to, yeah. for Bob and, and his family. And yeah, it was awesome. Um, another strong, you know, four and a half out of five star, Marshall stars for me on the uniforms.
1: Yeah, I, uh, just to be say, I'll just co sign everything that you just said. I can't help that we're good. I can't help that we look good. That's not my fault. Yeah. So I'm going to give it 4.5 only because the black's a little hard to read, but it's a great, it's a great look. We looked good. I don't know what we'll do at TCU. Um... Maybe Shirley bring some orange in there somewhere. So orange, white, orange. Yeah,
0: they've kind of right. kind of already gone with the all white, which yeah. is uh, you know that's you know they're going to wear the all white at some point on the road. They did that against uh, better, Although they could wear all white again with kind of some different accents or yeah. something. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe they'll work in some orange, some orange pants or or something like that. I, yeah. I could see a I could see an orange, white, orange. Yeah. Look. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, something like that. Um, well, it wasn't always pretty, but we got the job done, 31-41, um, Pokes take it home, uh, 5-0 and undefeated. Let's hope we stay that way. Um, you got anything else, Pops?
0: No, I, th- I think uh, I uh, Nuke Lelouch said it best when he said winning's like better than losing. It's
1: like way better than losing. <laughs> I totally agree. Time. All right. Well, this was Orange Power half hour. Um, As always, we are sponsored by Swing Hats Company. State hats just dropped um, this past weekend, so make sure you click the link below and grab you some. And I think that's it, pops. Let's sign it out. Go pokes.
0: Go pokes.